OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even the superhero fight club will be usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me is just Mauer. My voice is still a little shot, so beep you. Beep you. Uh, yeah, and it's really freaking early. Ass crack of dawn. <laughs> This is the first time, maybe not the first, but close to the first time that we've done a show and then like immediately posted it. <laughs> yeah. It's happened a few times, but. In the last, what, four years? Maybe three maybe, times. Yeah. <laughs> not more than one hand. <laughs> one was probably a Comic-Con that we got home and we're like, we got to post a show. Oh. And, we, and we sat here like just angry and tired. Usually, if you hear a show here's behind the curtains and it's just Mauer and I, that means something went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, we forgot what day of the week it was at some point. Uh huh. Yeah, that's because we're the only two who can pull this off remotely. <laughs> <laughs> but so with, I, I don't have to know what your feet smell like in the morning, though. That's nice. Nope. And I have lots of energy drinks in front of me right now so I can get through this. This is my third cup of coffee already, and it's 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> I slammed a Red Bull downstairs and drinking a Monster right now. There we go. There we go. All right. Welcome to the Saturday show. If you're new around here, that's where we don't talk about the news. The new news. Uh, I had to. Yeah, and there's really only one character that would make me go, okay, we're going to post on Saturday, but we're going to get up early to do this. Well, we figure with, with all the D23 news, like they just announced that there's going to be an America Chavez show, so a Miss America show as well to go along with uh, Miss Marvel, uh, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight, we're going to have to do character dossiers on all of these people. So who better to start with than the uh, Batman? <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. I just wanted to get you mad. <laughs> and who to start with with the one character that we already know? If That's you true. <laughs> yeah, because again, problems happened. And we don't need to research this one. <laughs> so figure what we would do today is a breakdown on Moon Knight, not only with the D23 show announced, but he, although a cult classic hero, he's not a mainstream character. So a lot of people know his name, but don't know much about him. So we figure that's what we would do today is fill that gap. And I'm going to just get this out of the way right now. Uh, there are a lot of people jumping on the Moon Knight bandwagon right now. Uh, as Menti, as a newer uh, cult tee into the Moon Knight cult, you can vouch that there aren't many people that are as diehard that we're, that, like we're seeing right now. No, yeah. when I first met Mauer and I asked him who his favorite characters were, and he started his list with Moon Knight, I, I immediately glared. <laughs> I immediately went, really? And, uh, you know what? And that's because I never gave him a, a fair shot. I still remember at what? I was in California. Yeah, it was like 3 o'clock morning here. <laughs> and I'm waiting for a, a car rental, and I'm like, all right, I just picked up, it was when uh, uh, Marvel Now 2.0 just came out, so they just did the re the reboot, we'll say. Uh, it's not really a reboot, but um, 
the different iteration of Moon Knight, and I read it, <laughs> and I texted him immediately because it had one of the best lines to this day. I still think probably top five favorite comic lines for me, which is, uh, I died once, it was boring, so I got up. That won me over right there. Yeah. That single line won me over. And he gets lots of uh, comparisons to Batman. But honestly, if you read the book, other than being a guy that doesn't really have powers, that's a little crazy. He has a butler type assistant. That's really where the person out like the character. Well, that's true for most characters like that. Like Quicksilver and Flash aren't that close, but they are like the outline and the structure of them are the same, but their personality types are completely different. So it's like Aquaman and Namor. They're not that similar. You know, they are, but they're not. Same thing with Moon Knight and Batman. The similarities stop once you start, when you take away the gadgets, you take away uh, the powerless vigilante, right? and then you take away like the, the moon copter <laughs> and the bat plane. Past that, they're very different. But all, all, if you just look at the two of them together like stats, they would be very similar. Right. And there, there is room for you to be both a Batman fan and a Moon Knight fan. It doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Because you're getting two totally different stories when you read them. Well, their ideologies are so different. Like they're as, as much as they're alike when it comes to things like weapons and training, when it comes to why they do what they do are dramatically different. But there are like even the idea of the split personality thing, which we'll go into in, in, in depth in a little bit. Batman has a very similar tactic. It's not like that's an unheard of thing for Batman. Just Moon Knight takes it to a whole different level. <laughs> right. And that's I think a lot of Moon Knight versus Batman is it's it's the same kind of stuff just on steroids. So let's start with Moon Knight's origins in 1975 in a horror comic by uh, Doug Munch. I always ru ruin his name. Yeah, um, got it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh my God, I forgot the, the artist's name. Doug Perlin. For some reason, I always want to say Perlin. Or Perlin. Uh, Perlman. It's, so, it's Ron. It was Hellboy. <laughs> so he's an artist. He's worked on Moon, uh, Moon Knight, Werewolf by Night, Defenders, Ghost Rider. Valiant Comics, Doctor Strange, like he's done a lot. Uh, Doug uh, Munch also created Black Mask, which is one of my favorite characters uh, for Batman. He's written for the Inhumans, uh, the Master Kung Fu. Uh, he scripted the Deathlock feature for Astonishing Tales. He co-created that character. So the pedigree in the people that created Moon Knight is there. You even have... Both of them have worked on Batman. So, I mean, I feel like that's a pretty standard progression for those two characters. <laughs> well, and it, they worked on them after they created Moon Knight. So a lot of times people are like, oh, they, they went work there and they brought it back. No, they worked on Batman after. I really do feel like that was a pitch for Moon Knight. Like somebody just said, what if we made Batman, but he was like legitimately crazy? <laughs> I feel like that's all they did. Then everyone went, yeah, no, that sounds great. Well, and at that point, you have to think, in 1975, Batman had been around over 30 years. He had become an archetype in the comic industry at that point. You know, you had your Superman, you had your Batman character, you had your, your one, the triad was there. Marvel needed something more than Spidey. Um, and Marvel actually still did really well with their, their horror-type characters. So, Moon Knight was brought in as a villain. Uh, the committee sent him to go kill Werewolf by Night. 
He realized that he was being used a weapon, didn't like that very much. Can you uh, take a second and just talk about Werewolf by Night? Because that's a very important aspect to him. Uh, so there was a series of comics. I know Captain America is involved with the, uh, the Werewolf by Night books. It was also the uh, the Midnight, what are they called? The Midnight the, Suns. That's the one. So I know it's 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 a pretty important aspect to Marvel, but it's also a a kind of shady corner that a lot of people don't visit. Well, it was because of the Comics Code Authority. When you were dealing with werewolves and stuff, uh, you could deal with a darker, a little bit more violent, get around the code because it was monsters and not people that were getting hurt. So Werewolf by Night uh, started off in Marvel Spotlight. Marvel Spotlight and Werewolf by Night kind of worked really close together. Um, they had to give permission to Spotlight later for Moon Knight to get uh, his appearance again. And you had Jack Russell, who is Werewolf by Night. He's worked with Spider-Woman. He's been a West Coast Avenger. He's worked with Doctor Strange. Uh, volume 2 of the issue came out in 1998 with six issues. And now Werewolf by Night really hasn't been doing much, but there's rumors of him appearing in all of these MCU uh, movies and TV shows and such that's going on there. Because we keep talking about how Moon Knight is powerless, like because that's his kind of connection to Batman. But originally, his powers were predicated on the moon, and a lot of it had to do with that same kind of concept of werewolves. Right, like, where, where you know the moon comes out, werewolves become werewolves. Same kind of was true with uh, Moon Knight, just for different reasons. If the moon was out, he was stronger. He was more agile. Uh, he could take more damage. Um, but it, you know, later on, he was just crazy. But in the beginning, he actually had a lunar abilities. <laughs> And that was all based on uh, Khonshu, who was the Egyptian god that he became the worship in uh, Avatar 4. And the relationship between him and Khonshu, the spirit, Weird. Of, spirit of vengeance, it's a love-hate, frenemy it's relationship. It's bizarre. So it drew, and I'll tell you what, it drew me in because like when the two of them were talking the Marvel Now series, I'm like, <laughs> this isn't good. Like this isn't a healthy relationship whatsoever. Big, big skull bird man. I don't, I don't know who you are, but I'm not a fan of the way you're talking to my boy Mark right now. <laughs> yeah. So Bushman, who was one of his first villains, uh, had killed him. He crawled, found himself when he woke up and paraphrasing all this covered in the silver shroud. Um, of Khonshu, and that's what, you know, where he thinks he was brought back to life. Because everybody sees Moon Knight as white, but originally he was silver. Like, it was supposed to be silver, it's just in the comics that doesn't really look Which like anything. It, it looks white. Made sense when you were creating a character based around werewolves. Yep. Um, so he had the extra strength invulnerability based on the phases of the moon, but he also had to be vengeful. If you can take some of the pieces from Ghost Rider out of it now where the spirit of vengeance you know vengeance was a big thing for Khonshu and later it pays a, a big part into it where he actually has to kill people and provide vengeance for Khonshu to be happy and then it even changed further right then he became like the, the protectors of those who travel by night yeah <laughs> like we've said a few times he's had so many storylines and so many reasons for being uh, when you get down to the core of him though He's a vigilante that doesn't like bad people um, and wants to punish them. Horribly. Horribly. Like, 
Like he rips people's faces off. Like, I mean, I can't stress enough how, how brutal this man is, but I, I think you made, you made a point that I think we should just talk about for a second, which is when books are handed off to a different creative team, they usually take liberties that they're allowed to. Right. Uh, and if you're a, an artist and writer duo that are taking over Captain America, you're not as loud. You're not allowed to, to, you know, take as many liberties as you can with someone like Moon Knight because Moon Knight's sales are, have always been just enough to keep him around. So he's never really been canceled, canceled, but they're never high enough where it's like he's a he's a set in stone character. You can't do but so much with him. He's almost got like the Deadpool appeal in the beginning. Not now, but in the beginning when Deadpool was about to get canceled. And then that's really where he took off as a character because they could do pretty wild things with him. Moon Knight was the same way, which is why you're going to find a lot of back and forth of what's true and what's not and they may that's what makes him so crazy uh right. is because different writers and artists decide that every time they pick up the book things are going to change for him well and he is the king of the retcon being true so like his name originally was given to him by the committee it had nothing to do with Kanshu. it was just he was the moon knight and he was going to go after this werewolf then you get another creator that goes okay we're going to give him a backstory he ties the moon into Kanshu. anytime that they did a change it didn't matter because he's crazy. So he he uh, he has the feel, you know, tying back to Batman as the Joker now, where you don't really know the origin. He's said it a bunch of different ways. It's manifested in different personalities. You can literally believe whatever you want and not be wrong. It's kind of like how, like, with the Flash, you can explain everything away with uh with the speed force <laughs> like how's that possible speed force with moon knight is like how's that possible he's crazy i don't know what do you want <laughs> <laughs> what's his name today well uh, today he's you know alfred you know <laughs> just pick a name that's that's his secret identity S steve lockley <laughs> so that, that was a really dirty joke <laughs> the the three main i guess we can say four now the four main personalities are going to be Mark Spector, which is the main personality. And that and that's the everything branches off of there. And he did it for ways of getting like to infiltrate different air like organizations yep. and stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, like just like Batman, just like Batman. But the only difference is, is that he went nuts and then those personalities took on a mind of their own. Right. And yep. now I think that's how that works. That, that's pretty damn right. So then you've got Jake Lockley who is the cab driver, who I feel would be the easiest way to introduce him into the MCU is to just have that cab driver appear and drive somebody around and and have a little bit more information, almost like in the Wayne's World thing, like, well, that roadie had a little bit too much information that's really important for us right now. I mean, that could be the Moon Knight, Jake Lockley. And then you've got Stephen Grant, who's a movie star, who you can compare to Iron Man, and he's a very public figure. Um, which ties into Moon Knight when it came to Civil War, his secret identity was known. So he was already on the side of good. He was already on the list. However, he's a freaking violent, crazy vigilante. Is that the type of person that they wanted as a quote-unquote registered hero? So all these personalities kind of tie together. The newest one is Menti's favorite, so I'll have you break that one down. Which one? The newest what, Mr. Mr. Knight. Mr. Knight is the detective, and Mr. Knight has the coolest costume of all. Another thing that I find so funny is that they like change costumes with the personality, <laughs> so you kind of know who you're talking to based on the way he looks. But the one that they introduced in uh, Marvel now, Mr. Knight is a wears all white 
um, with a white mask, and but well, the all white is a suit this time around instead of it being like the costume with the cape and all that. So he literally literally just wears an all white suit uh, with a mask, and if he rolls up those sleeves, things things are about to get uh, a little get ugly. Why does he but wear yeah. all white, Minty? He wears all white because he wants everyone to see him coming. He wants all eyes on him if he's on his way in, so that way there's no question about who he's fighting. So it's it's a much easier, it's crazy, but it's a much easier way to to, to deal with opponents if they're all coming at you and not hiding around. Yep. He, he wants, you know, how Batman hides in the shadows to strike fear. Nope, Moon Knight, if you see this big white streak coming at you, you're going to feel pain soon. I love the fact that Mr. Knight drives around in a limo, too. <laughs> like, and he's in the back of the limo so like is it probably Frenchie's driving him around yep so Frenchie <laughs> is his personal friend uh, his personal was, friend like <laughs> kind of a butler not his, not his impersonal friend kind of a butler friend. kind of a pilot so he was a French pilot um, he calls him Frenchly, uh, Frenchie while he was working for the African mercenary um, Frenchie's a badass like Frenchie Frenchie is very much Alfred. Yes. Uh, only still active. So, but the the problem with Moon Knight is he's not very, very nice. Um, he's beat up Frenchie. He's left Frenchie to die. Frenchie still comes back. Yeah, because he doesn't know which one, which which Mark beat him up. <laughs> he just, he when, when Lockley comes around, he, he hides. But everybody else he's cool with. <laughs> so, Frenchie and Marlene... Are the really the only two consistent things in all of Moon Knight's life, and Marlene being his love interest, one of his baby mama, and not like he has multiple baby mama, multiple him. One of him has a baby mama. Uh, it was the weirdest issue when he found out. So <laughs> when he, he found out that he was having a kid, but it wasn't him. It was Jake Lockley got his his girlfriend pregnant, and then he found out she's pregnant. Through her, that she was cheating on him with one of his other personalities. How do, how does that work? How is it is it like truly cheating? <laughs> I don't I don't understand how that works. Like, can he really be mad? Yeah. Like, I guess she, you would be, but at the she same time, no. It's you know what it's like. It's like uh, uh, me, myself, and Irene. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame that I'm thinking Jim Carrey every time I think of Moon Knight now. But <laughs> yeah. Wow, I, I, yeah, that that's Moon Knight pretty much. Wow, I think I just broke Maurer. He he, <laughs> he doesn't like that I made that comparison and that it works well. <laughs> I just uh, I don't see Moon Knight as Jim Carrey. Like I, it's just so bad. Tell me you don't want to see Moon Knight, Jim Carrey as Moon Knight, just for a skit. <laughs> for a skit, it would be funny. <laughs> You're like, don't you dare. <laughs> um, another fun fact about Moon Knight is he helped. Since he was kind of having the power of being dead and walking through that side, he actually helped Black Panther when he was going through the Valley of the Dead. Uh, he made a small appearance in that storyline too. Oh, cool! So, well, let's let's take a second and let's talk about his fighting prowess because I mean that's really what sets him apart um, from a lot of Marvel characters is that he takes his training. Uh, he, it's like just like Batman, he takes his training ser uh, more serious than anybody else in in Marvel. I don't know about anybody else, but most people in Marvel, which is why he's able to compete with and why he's a card carrying Avenger is be, uh, is because of this fighting style that is so unique that honestly, I'm not sure how he's not dead more <laughs> often. Yeah, so his he's a fully trained mercenary. So if you compare him to 
black ops military. I mean, that's the level of fighting and tactical skills you have. You can put his tactician skills up there with Captain America. But he's also like an Olympic level gymnast. Right. So, I mean, it's it's par for the course for Batman. I hate to keep saying it because Mauer's face cringes every time well, I say it. But here's the big it, thing. Batman trained himself to do everything and got people to train him because he wanted to wear Moon Knight's training was all military based. Like he was trained to be a living weapon for a reason. Um, that's where it wasn't self-taught. He just used those tools later. And that's also what made him like a billionaire. Is the mercenary movie star life? Yeah, well, mostly mostly mercenary because movie star life didn't come till later, right? Movie star life came later, um, but it's just so weird when you think he's a movie star. Yeah, like, how do you just go? You know what? Today I'm going to be a movie star, and he did. <laughs> well done. Um, with uh, he met Frenchie as a mercenary, and then in the third volume of Moon Knight, when they kind of retold the story and like modernized everything uh, akin to when Captain America got his relaunch where it wasn't uh, uh, not not Moon Knight, uh, Punisher where it went from like the Vietnam War like the war went to the Gulf War they had it and then they also explained that Frenchie um, was gay and had a love for Moon Knight and that's one of the reasons why he stuck around all this time hmm. and it wasn't, Interesting. wasn't until he realized that you know what? Moon Knight doesn't care about anybody. He kind of stepped away. And that's when, you know, Frenchie got, you know, another love interest and went forward. And Marlene and Frenchie kind of left Moon Knight for there. And then he was on his own. So he was a broken, beat up man with all these skills. And he had to uh, think akin to Batman uh, Dark Knight Returns. Kind of go through that in the early 2000s, like 2005, 2006, to come back to be a hero. So he had, like, the knee braces on and had to reinforce the suit with vibranium and all kinds of cool things. Well, he, the, going back to his fighting style, it, it, what makes him unique is that he will not block anything. Anything. So whatever you throw at him, it's going to land, and then he's going to beat you up. So that's, that's like Taskmaster's reason he can't fight. Uh, Moon Knight is not that he can't copy his style, but that if he did, it would probably kill him. Yep. Yeah, there's a. I wish I knew the comic. It was an earlier one where they're threatening to shoot him and he just kind of steps up and like pushes the trigger for the guy and takes the bullet. Like, okay, you've got one bullet left. I'm going to have you shoot me and then you're going to pay for this. How many times in like an action movie do you see somebody have to injure themselves to do something? Like it's this heroic moment. Like uh, even in the first X-Men movie when, when, I mean, it's not as important with Wolverine because he heals, but when Wolverine <laughs> like stabbed himself six times in order to break the, the locks that let him out. Yep. Or like uh, anytime a hero like has to, like they're stabbed and they have to pull themselves forward on the blade or something. And yet that's just a normal occurrence for Moon Knight. Like that's page two. <laughs> <laughs> like that that's one of my things that I love about Moon Knight is that what we would normally consider like crazy in a any other book, like a hero is pushed to their limits, that's just issue six for Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun times. Um but you can put him toe to toe with his fighting style with Batman. You know, mm -hmm. it would it would go to a draw. You put his tactician wow. skills. No, it wouldn't, because that's Batman's superpower is plot armor, so he'd win just because of that. <laughs> yeah, but but on top of that, Moon Knight doesn't care if he kills Batman, where Batman would care if he killed Moon Knight. 
Sure. Oh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm so with I would you. say it's the still, draw is where Batman would try to disable it. Moon Knight would go and kill him. I think the draw is whoever's the bigger Moon Knight or Batman fan who's writing yeah. it because it's going to be more than likely it's going to be Batman because that's kind of his thing. Like he's I don't think he's ever lost to a Marvel character. He beat the Hulk. He beat the Punisher. He beat Captain America. Um, I don't think he like he didn't beat Spider-Man, but because they they teamed up. But and anyway, my point is, is that more than likely Batman wins because that's his whole thing. If you take As, the Batman always wins out of it, though. Oh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Because also, he uses guns. That's another yeah. thing, another <laughs> differentiation between Batman and uh, and Moon Knight is Moon Knight is heavily armed, not just with the gadgets that he, they both have the same kind of gadgets. Like instead of, what are the moon, the, the moon discs, the boomerang moon yeah. discs versus the batarangs, like the same, same kind of stuff. It's just throw in heavy artillery at the same time. Well, That's not on his car. Because, I mean, Batman's got that, too, on his car for some reason. But Moon Knight's got a strap well, to his back. That's to, like, move buildings and cars out of his way. You know, he won't use them on people. Yeah. Except for the people in yeah. those cars. But, you know. Um, one of my coolest things uh, coolest things about the costume I love is the blades on Moon Knight's knuckles in the one iteration. Like, he just had like, these sharp, pointy blades. So every time he punched you, you were getting stabbed by four pointy blades on each knuckle. Uh it's all everything about him is about violence and hurting like there is no i'm gonna just disable you it's okay if it's gotten to the point where we're gonna uh, go into some fisticuffs you could die some fisticuffs like you're gonna die like there is no i'm just gonna hurt you and walk away it's all right we're gonna fight i'm hopefully gonna kill you well just like he wears all white he also always goes in through the front door like he's also, <laughs> he's also not one who who will sneak around the back and find some kind of you know what he's like so if you're not a Moon Knight fan, think back to Spider-Man when um, Doc Ock took over his body. That's Moon Knight. <laughs> like Moon Spider-Man would usually like find an air duct and like sneak in the building to take out the bad guy. Where when Doc Ock took over his body, he leveled a city block to do the same thing. That's kind of a Moon Knight approach. That's true. Moon, he's a villain as a he's a villain who's decided to be a good guy. <laughs> it's true, and you, they don't they don't hide that because he started off as a villain. Like, if you technically want to think about it, he has just always been a villain that didn't like what he's being told what to do. So I love the fact that we have this TV show, but did you know that that wasn't the first time he was slotted to make an appearance at a TV no, show? He, it's actually his fourth? Yeah, he's been up for TV shows over and over again because his story lends really, really well to TV. I've always said if you had somebody like Quentin Tarantino that would be willing oh, to direct it. Quentin Tarantino... Moon Knight would be so good. I mean, it is a perfect matchup because you could tell the different stories. It could be non-linear. Could you imagine the dialogue between Krishnu and and Mark Spector? Yeah, if if, if Tarantino was writing, there'd be it? a lot of beeps. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't even make the jokes I want to make yeah. right now because because <laughs> they're Tarantino jokes. <laughs> That'll I mean, get you in trouble. If you think about it, if Pulp Fiction opened up with that like a virgin joke, <laughs> that would be G-rated compared to some of the things he would do with Moon Knight. Oh, I would, I would. And Moon Knight also fights a lot of supernatural beings. Like, I remember the second issue I ever read, he was fighting Boogie the Man. Boogeyman. <laughs> yep. And the Boogeyman was terrifying. <laughs> and, and he he went in with assault rifles. <laughs> like that's, yeah, it's uh, a difference between Batman and Moon Knight is that Moon Knight's villains aren't just crazy people. Sometimes they are supernatural beings. Because, I mean, again, he started off fighting werewolves. Yeah, and Moon Knight, you know, almost killed Conchu uh, at at one point he's gone up against daredevil when daredevil was possessed in shadowland like 
he's gone up against big baddies and, and held his own. But the TV shows, it seems like everybody's like, yeah, this is a great idea. And then the money people get involved and go, yeah, but his sales have never been good as a comic. So what's the draw? Well, so originally, from what I understood, is there was that Blade, short-lived Blade TV show that he was slotted to make an appearance in the second season. Yes. So the second season, they were supposed to introduce, I guess, Jake Lockley. Yeah, because at, uh, when he came back for the Vengeance of Moon Knight, Jake Lockley was the, perma- uh, the prominent personality. Um, and that was more because Marvel was not as much liking having a mercenary be the main personality. Like, when you think of mercenary, just hired to kill people, not really a, a soldier of anywhere. That was not the image they were looking for, so they switched a lot over to Jake Lockie for a lot of years. But that's what made... I mean, that's that's why I like Moon Knight. Is he's very much against the status quo. He is the status quo because he's based on Batman, but he breaks that status quo every single time he's on the page because he's different. Like, as, as Maurer said, he, uh, during uh, Civil War... You know, he was registered because everybody knew his name, but nobody was willing to go try and reel him in either. Everyone was like, you know what? Just let him go. <laughs> let him let him do his thing. And, and let's let's put this into perspective all when they had Avengers versus X-Men, he was one of the three people they told to watch the Jean Grey School for Learning. Um, it was him, She-Hulk, and Fac- uh, Falcon. And he actually had some uh, fighting with uh, Gambit in that that I wasn't too happy about. Oh, why did he beat Gambit? Uh, no. Uh, or did Gambit beat him? He, oh, no. This is like choosing between your children. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's what happened. He fought him. He got Gambit to damage his armor so he could grab. And this is him wanting to take a punch in the face. So he could purposely grab Rogue with skin touching to drive her crazy with his personalities. <laughs> so like the way he took out Gambit and Rogue was, okay, beat me up. Break my costume open. Cool. Now I can go and ha- use her powers against her and have her go crazy. That's so Moon Knight. <laughs> um, he was also slotted to make an appearance in the second season of Iron Fist, but that got cut out. Uh, he also almost had his own TV show on Spike, but that that didn't work out. And then now we've got this new Disney Plus streaming show that we're all wildly excited for. I mean, I've never Mauer. I was where was I? Was I at work when all of a sudden my phone just ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, and I look down and it's just OMG, 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 OMG. <laughs> yeah. Um. The the only problem with the uh, the Disney Plus is PG thirteen. If it ends up on Disney Plus and not Hulu. So they just we just know it's a Moon Knight show that's coming into the MCU, and we know Disney Plus won't have any rated R properties, but that does not mean Hulu won't. Yep. And we know that there are Disney pro- or, uh, excuse me, Marvel properties, new Marvel properties coming over to, to Hulu. But I think during, this is so early on, I think during the announcement they said coming to Disney Plus, and they said those three shows. Mm. So... Who knows? Hopefully they move it because you can't really you can't do him justice. Like think of the first couple episodes of Daredevil. Like remember when the guy said Kingpin's name and he got all upset like you made me say it. Why didn't you just kill me? You're, you're a coward. And then he like rams his eye into that post. Yeah, that's a very Moon Knight scene right there. Although Moon Knight would have had his head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Moon Knight's more of the Kingpin scene where he just smashes his head in the door until it's a pile of mush over and over yeah. again. 
Like, yeah, that would that would have been Moon Knight. So uh, let's talk about the show real quick before we have to wrap up. There are a lot of names circulating right now of rumors of people that want the role. Um, we had talked about uh, the guy from Walking Dead and Endgame, uh, the impressionist Marquand. Uh, what's his name first? Aaron Marquand to play Moon Knight. And he's actually been somebody that says, I want the role for years now. There's a lot of people. Andrew who Garfield's this role. name keeps popping up, which I'm like, mm, I don't know. If well, an- rumor is Andrew Garfield's being sought after by Marvel. So it's that's not like that's not somebody who just says they want the role. He's somewhat the front runner for it. Well, uh, whether or not, so I don't know if, if he's interested a, in it. But that's a name popped up last night that most people are going to go. Mm, and then I went. This is perfect. Now hear me out. Shia LaBeouf. Oh my God! Someone just texted that to me the other day, and I think that's a brilliant idea. He is Shia an amazing LaBeouf, actor. Amazing he's a, actor. He's also a method actor, yes. and he's already crazy. So it's perfect. Like they go hand in hand. Well, and he's going <laughs> through a resurgence now. He's cleaned up his act. Um, he's sober. He's got two movies that are supposed to come out in the next six months that are already getting talked about for Oscars. Um, he is ready to get a project for himself, and I think this would be perfect for him. Oh, I I would love Shia LaBeouf to end up as Moon Knight. When some when I got that text message, you know, Keenan, how you doing? When I got that text message, I was like, wow, what a brilliant idea! And he would be able to pull off each one of the personalities so well because of the 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 vast array of characters that he's played. I mean, he would be perfect. And one of the big things of Moon Knight's history is he was one of the first prominent Jewish superheroes, which Shia can pull off and, and well and and. They can't get rid of that. Like, that's one of the things that does make Moon Knight different is when he's worshiping Khonshu, but then in his head, he'll go back to, like, being proud of his Jewish heritage. So he he's kind of fighting himself on this. There, there's so many cool things they can do with it. I'm hoping they do the TV show non-linearly so we can see different parts happening simultaneously because I don't want to wait for Moon Knight to become Moon Knight. I don't want to see an origin story. Oh, you're going to get an origin story. Too bad. You're gonna. It won't. I bet you it doesn't happen in the first episode. But it, nope, not enough people know me. I want an arrow is, origin. Well, like a stretched out over five years. Like I agree. Like show him in action right away because that's what people are gonna like, and then show what made him that way. The even cooler thing would be is you do a whole first season. It's Mark Spector. You go into the next season, and it's Jake Lockley. Here's the thing, though, and and it's the sad truth of doing a Moon Knight show is it's a risk. It's a calculated risk for Disney Marvel because again, it, he's a he's a popular character to the cult, the, the the his cult audience, but he's not mainstream enough where they were like, that's why it took so long for this to be a thing in the first place. So I bet you you're gonna get a lot of origin stuff in that first season. I think that first season is going to try and jam as much into it as it can because it's not sure if there's a second season. Which is not a bad thing, because that means they're going to put everything they can into this first season instead of, I hate when a show is somewhat good and they have plans for like five seasons and then gets canceled and and on a cliffhanger. Look at Jericho. Like, I don't want a Jericho out of Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight does have the ability, though, it could be like a supernatural, okay, let's plan X number of seasons, and then he just builds and builds and builds an audience. I don't think that you can, if it's done right, I don't think people will be able to watch the character and have it basically forced upon them to be a part of the Moon Knight world and not fall in love with the character. Maybe, maybe not. I, it, that's a hard. It's a hard sell. I'm not gonna lie. I love Moon Knight, but it is a hard sell for a lot of people because he is 
darker than what most people know of for superheroes. Like the mainstream audience, the darkest they know is the Dark Knight. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're an MCU person, what give me an MCU character like Moon Knight. There isn't yet. That's my it point. It looks like they're spawning off into this world. Daredevil was the closest thing on Netflix. If anything, yeah, the Punisher side of Daredevil. Actually, you know, Daredevil and the Punisher show as <laughs> as one. <laughs> um if you're gonna go read Moon Knight, my personal recommendation is the two thousand six run. There's thirty issues. Um, phenomenal. It's going to be right in that bulk of you've got Civil War going on. You've got a lot going on, and it's a lot of mainstream stories for Moon Knight, but also giving a lot of his history. Menti was also went, what was the cool run where he he the voices in his head were Cap, Wolverine, and Spider Man. That was the 2016 run, I believe. So yeah, if you're interested in that. That was a way they tried to bolster his popularity by adding them to the book without actually adding them to the book. And I think that was only 14 issues. Um, that most recent run is one of the most confusing things I've ever read in my life, where when you change, turn the page, you're Steve Grant in a movie set, and then all of a sudden you flip <laughs> the page again, and you're a, you're a space pilot fighting aliens, and I'm like, I, have, I, I can't. I was eight issues straight of me having no clue what was happening. <laughs> yeah... But it, it paid off. Uh, it was showing his personalities. It, it's a good character. If you want to read something that is violent in your face, but also has some really cool uh, thought-provoking stories, like where you have to actually pay attention and be like, what does this mean? New Moon Knight is going to be there for you. Uh, I also just have to say this real quick before we wrap up. If it wasn't for Hawkeye, Moon Knight wouldn't be as cool. <laughs> Uh, yep. Uh, you, that was also retconned. So, no. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I don't. I don't accept the retcon uh, because he did have the crescent blades in the first appearance. Well, this was, but it was five thousand years beforehand. So in, <laughs> in, in West Coast Avengers, when Hawkeye led the team, they were time displaced, and he ended up in uh, ancient Egypt with the the, the those who were worshiping um, Kishnu and. Uh, he created those uh, the boomerang moon-shaped discs so that they would be able to defend themselves against whatever horde was attacking them. So those original blades, originally, the design for them, came from Hawkeye. Okay. <laughs> you just, you're going to have to give that one to me, man. I don't care if it, it's not retcon because he made it way before Mark Spector was even there. Hawkeye still sucks. No, he does not. Green Arrow for life. No? I'm not... Well, I mean, I like Green Arrow. I like Clint more, though. <laughs> so if you want more information on Moon Knight, check out some of the books. Go into the Firesiders group. We would love to talk about it. Also, if you're listening to this, go to the Firesiders group because there is amazing things that we are a part of that are being announced and released later today. Oh, today? Today. Oh, cool. I didn't know that was today. All right. Yeah, definitely go there because that's going to be exciting. <laughs> um, but Menti? It's been a long, a long early morning. I think I'm going to post this and take a nap. So okay, to, that's fair. To do that thing, you can find the show. At Welcome to Fireside everywhere online at Welcome to Fireside at your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew, or just go to WelcomeToFireside.com. It's easier. Mauer and Moshko just redesigned the page, so if you like the layout, go ahead and give them a shout out and a thanks because it looks pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Once again, I'm Menti. Uh, Mr. Mauer, don't forget to check us out on the OG, out podcast on the OG Network. Podcast that's OG Podcast Network. Network. That's OG Podcast Network. 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 Network.
Excelsior. Let's not do this again anytime soon. I can't hit you. I know, do But I can hang up on you. I'm still doing it. Do you can hang up on me? That's fine. I'm still recording on my end. Do says. Do. Goodbye, Minty. Goodbye, do says.